Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the main event. It's not been too long since we were doing this, uh, Aaron, but we are back now that the Champions League draw is about to happen. We're joined by Nathan, and we're also joined by a newcomer to the podcast, uh, Alex. How are you doing, Alex? I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm very good, thanks. It's nice to hear your voice at last. We've uh, obviously been in a, a couple of groups together for a little while, but um, never actually met in person. So it's really nice to meet you for the first time properly. Thanks. Same back to you. And, uh, I'm, guessing, I'm guessing that you're uh, you're joining this chat for uh, for the Swedish teams in the group, yeah? Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, Alex, just want to tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, I'm from Norway. I'm a massive Liverpool fan. I played football for a while myself, but just football is his life. <laughs> Who are you Liverpool? Liverpool is his life. That's it. Um, I've just been looking at the teams that we might get and to be honest I don't mind any other teams I think we're the best team in the world so that should be just fine but I think it would be fun to face Barcelona in the group also I wouldn't mind yeah any other teams in pot three and four really so yeah you're nice and confident then I see I think a lot of teams I'll want to be looking at Zenit. I believe our Zenit a first seed in this, which is insane. So I think anyone that is a second seed team would be looking really to get them. Personally, I'd love to see, uh, which I think can happen, Juventus draw Barcelona for some Ronaldo versus Messi action in the group stages. I'd absolutely love that. Aaron, totally skipped over you. Is there any, is there any sort of teams that you're keeping an eye out for this year? I'm looking forward to Atalanta. They've carried on the way that they finished last season. They beat Lazio 4-1. So I'm excited to see who they get. And yeah, just I'm excited to see just Champions League football back. Excited to see some of these matchups and be interesting. Not even thinking of fantasy, just to see football back. It's, it's good. Yeah, I think just the football in general last year, especially when it went into that tournament, it just changed the game a bit and it was it was just a lot of fun. It was enjoyable to watch all the games. Atlanta, from both a football perspective, with how many goals they've scored since uh, the new season started, but also from a, a fantasy prospect, I think they've got some unbelievably good players to be picking for fantasy this year. Uh, Nathan, is there anything that, anything that you've seen? Uh, you've been our research man today because uh, <laughs> some of us have been working. Uh, I think it's just looking at, like like you said, the amount of goals Atlanta scoring and who's getting the goals and who's getting the assists. Like, it's not just coming from midfield, it's coming from all over. It's I mean, those wing-backs. Those wing-backs yeah. wing are incredible. Hatterbaugh has scored in consecutive games. <laughs> Hatterbaugh's goal on, on the weekend as well was an absolute beauty. I think teams have missed a trick by not going in for those wing-backs. I think some teams are crying out for some, for some really good attacking wing-backs. Liverpool's wing-backs are absolutely terrible, so I thought that they might have went in for them. Need to replace Trent. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Trent any day, I think. Would you Would you say, Alex? No comment on that. <laughs> <laughs> I think as well, because Castagne, he wasn't the first choice wing-back for either side, and he's come to Leicester, and he's gotten an assist or a goal in every game that he's played so far. So, Which just says everything, really. Yeah. He's looking a bit of a steal for $25 million when you look at some of the other business going around at the moment. Alex, are you really pleased with the signing of uh, Thiago and, and Jota? Oh, yeah, definitely. I think they're just adding exactly what we need this year to take the next step. And to bring on Jota instead of Origi as well. It's a big change. It's a lot of yeah. pace. He likes, to, um, he likes to press as well. He's a hard worker, Jota. Uh, did you enjoy him or the, the brief cameo he got against Arsenal? Oh, yeah. Good goal as well. I think he could have scored three that game. So Yeah, if he puts his shooting boots on next time. Uh, hopefully, <laughs> not against, hopefully not against us. Uh, we, we don't need to give teams any more help than what we already have been. Are there any teams that you really think that are going to struggle in this year's Champions League? Other than the fourth seed, is there any big teams that you think... You, you might see an upset where they might not get through a particular group, even though we haven't seen the groups just yet, or or 
maybe fall at the first hurdle with a round of 16, etc. Barcelona. They've had an all right start of the season. Ansu Fati's in form. I still think they're all over. Too much unrest. And yeah, they might start good, but I don't think they'll go far in the tournament. Said that risky, but you know. Brave. Brave man. Very brave. <laughs> Aaron, is there anyone that you're looking at and thinking they might struggle? I think Inter Milan. Inter Milan, really? Yeah, I think we're looking at their team. The average age is like 32. Yeah, it's insane. And they're putting all the eggs in the league basket. And Antonio Conte has never done well in Europe. They always get, I think they're in pot three as well. So they're always going to be like, like they're going to be a group of death contributor. So yeah. unless they get Zenit, I can't see them getting through depending on who they get in pot one and pot two. But the likelihood is they're going to get a team from England and they're going to get a team from Spain or Germany. So Alex, is there anyone that you can see struggling? Yeah, I could see Man United struggle, of course. Just look at just look at Owe and look at the plan that he's got for the first two games. They were very, very lucky against Brighton and lost at home against Crystal Palace. And I don't think they look any better than last season. Maybe even worse. So and they haven't bought any good players either. So I think they'll struggle. I don't think they'll win games, especially not on the road. But Do you feel yeah. conflicted having uh, the Norwegian legend Ole Gunnar Solskjaer managing Manchester United? Did you feel not conflicted as a child having him play for Man United? Not at all. Never liked him. Um, <laughs> never hoped he would score for us, so in for Norway. Were you so, more yeah. of a Tor Andre Flo kind of guy, were you? Oh, yeah, definitely. UEFA have just released the um, the top secret news that Manuel Neuer has won goalkeeper at the tournament for last year, like it was a competition. I don't think there's a single other goalkeeper in the competition that could be put in the same conversation. Oh, that's pretty rare. For the defenders of the competition, it hasn't been released yet, but the nominees were David Alaba, Alfonso Davies, and I think Virgil van Dijk. Oh, no, it wasn't. It wasn't Virgil van Dijk, sorry. It was um, Joshua Kimmich. So out of those three, Aaron, which one would have been your defender of the of the tournament? I think Kimmich is definitely, for me, the defender of, of the tournament because he contributed in the later stages with goals and assists and was also quite solid, keeping him and Muller kept Neymar quiet I mean, it wasn't hard because Neymar kind of erupted after they conceded the multiple goals. For me, it has to be Kimmich. Nathan, who you I agree. Kimmich. Uh, like Aaron said, he contributed with goals, assists, and he can go from the midfield and also be a defender. So his defensive performances in the Champions League last year were brilliant. And out of all of them, he deserves, to, deserves it the most. Alex, is it going to be a full house from you or are you going to go with one of the other two? Yeah, I'll agree with them both, yeah. The way he, he looks like he can cover any position just fine. So, and yeah, looks strong all over. Yeah, I'd have I'd have said Kimmich as well. I think um, he was absolutely outstanding. I appreciate for half, mo- the majority of the competition he played in midfield. So I think it's a little bit sneaky putting him in the, the category of defenders. But I think if you just look at the, uh, the sort of mini tournament at the end where the big players have really got to come into fruition. If you look at the the performance of those three players that are in the category to, to win the award, I think Kimmich was easily the best and most consistent. I think Davies probably maybe had the outstanding performance against Barcelona, but he was pretty poor in the final. Um, and yeah, he was all right against Chelsea. Um, but consistently, Kimmich was fantastic. And was it was it Kimmich that got the assist for Kingsley Coman's goal as well? In the yeah, final, yeah. big clutch moments like that are for big players, and I think I think that should seem through. They're getting so, close um, to the draw by the looks of it. Yeah, it you, looks like the draw's about to start. For those who may be listening later, we are basically watching the draw and going to be reacting to it. Exciting times! You get to hear our pure reaction. Yeah, I mean, this is going to be complete nonsense. There's um, 
there's uh, nothing enlightening about this podcast this week. Uh, next week, we will be putting out preview shows for basically once we've seen the groups and who are in them, we'll then do a rundown of each group. So each episode will be based on a group and we'll be looking at how their season started so far, who's been playing some statistics, that sort of thing. And then just before the games play, we'll do another roundup with who we think are going to be good assets. At first, we're just going to preview the teams, the players, and that way it just leaves it up to everyone's own decision on on the information we give opposed to looking at things with a fantasy head. Then once the prices are out, we can we can start having a look at that. Oh, who's a good asset because they're worth this amount of money? And the classic is a better get a centre back or an attacking win back sort of thing. Actually, last night Salzburg qualified again. And that'll be interesting to see see how they've developed. So they've lost a lot of their their strike force. I think that the the main three players that you would have had up front for them last year's game have all left. Obviously, mm. Haaland being the the forefront of that, but one of the players is Germany, obviously, Minamino's signed for Liverpool. Uh, Alex, do you think Klopp will change it around for some of those group games? Do you think you'll give the likes of Jota and Minamino a chance in the Champions League, or is it just Firmino, Salah, Mane? I think it depends on the draw. Like, if we meet, uh, what's it called? The Hungarian team, Fenavrakos or something. I yeah. think he'll play a team like he played in the League Cup against Lincoln, I think. Like Shakiri and Minamino, Jota, they're all good enough for those games, I think. And we have a lot of centre mids as well, and our fullback covers are good. So I think he might change a bit, and that yeah. that could make the fantasy difficult too. Do you think it'll be a case of maybe Klopp just wanting to get the job done first? I think I think it will be all all about the overall feeling of the league combined with the Caps combined with the Champions League. If we're doing well in the league, he might just field a strong team in the Champions League. But if we're starting to struggle in the league, I think he'll have that as a priority this year as well. Yeah, I think he wants that uh, that Premier League title in front of some fans, doesn't he? It's been a terrific start, a little bit shaky in that first game, but... Strength to strength, really impressive performance against Arsenal, particularly that first half. First draws being made now. Drogba is yep. just doing the ball with his shiny head. Yeah, who were the guests? We've got Drogba, Maluda. There's someone else on the end. No, yeah. Is. So yeah. Bayern Munich first. In good hands. Oh, is you were ahead really... of us, Aaron. Yeah. If, yeah do you want me to like wait a little? Nah, it's all right. You can you, you can be the voice of uh, our Champions League draw. <laughs> I want you to do it. I want you to do it officially. I want you to be like Group, group A, a. is Baron <laughs> Munich. And I want you to do yeah, Drogba's voice. You gotta do Drogba's voice. No, no, no. <laughs> that, that that could go a different way. No, it's just he's got a Second really deep voice. Draw is Real Madrid CF. CF. Oh, is he Club to the CF? Aaron getting all professional there. <laughs> you said you wanted that. Come on, make yeah. your mind. That's what I do. That's exactly <laughs> what I want, Aaron. The third <laughs> team is on the... FC Porto. The next team is Liverpool. Ooh, got to keep Ooh. an eye on that one. Is that Group D, Aaron? Liverpool. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, Group D, Liverpool. Really? Next team is Sevilla FC. They could be a surprise as well, actually. Yeah, they give Bayern Munich a good run for their for their money. Mm-hmm. Really, really good on the ball, aren't they? And mm. not in possession, incredibly organised and hard work. And I'm excited to see them. The next team is Zenit, but it's titled Football Club Zenit. <laughs> Thanks for that, Aaron. <laughs> Football Club Zenit. I thought it was Zenit since Peter. But, uh, so try that again. <laughs> <laughs> not that. Yeah, no, that's not what they're called. <laughs> yeah, it might be like that whole City Tigers thing. Next is Juventus. Be interesting to see how they do as well with Perlo as the manager. Yeah. How have they started in the league? I haven't noticed. They've won every... No, they drew against Roma, I believe. And then Paris Saint-Germain is the last in pot one to be drawn. They've done okay. Uh, it's just basically the same as last year. They're relying on Ronaldo. And normally Ronaldo's a slow... Roma, 
Yeah, normally they're a slow. Ronaldo's a slow starter, mm-hmm. and then it's normally around Christmas to March is when he'll score two or three goals per game. They're now doing the Defender of the Year. So, um, yeah, so Juventus haven't. They've done a lot of changes. They've got Artur from Barcelona. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've got McKinney, the young American. Yeah. Um, it'd be interesting to have the gel. And I think they've got Jekyll as well. I was going to say, did they get, I don't know if they got Jekyll in or not. Cause, uh, I, don't think it's a, I don't think they got it over the line. It but... was it was, it was Jekyll or Suarez. And obviously Suarez apparently cheated on his uh, Italian, Italian test. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't get either. They got Morata instead. Oh yeah! Oh yeah, they did. I forgot yeah. about Morata. The, the Morata deal fell through because of the Morata deal, obviously. And Kimmich just won the defend male defender of the year. Yeah, Morata. I, I think he's had too many big transfers, and I just don't think he's worth the money that clubs have paid for him over the years. I just think if there's yeah, if there's not a more Atletico Madrid move than having Suarez <laughs> partner Diego Costa. <laughs> <laughs> did you see what Costa said? I, I actually see what Costa's came out and said. He went, I'll do the kicking and the punching. He can do the biting. Quality. I love that. <laughs> We've obviously just successfully predicted Defender of the Year. Let's have a go at Midfielder of the Year. We've got Kevin De Bruyne, Thomas Muller. We all know who Nathan's going to vote for. Put it away, Nathan. <laughs> uh, oh, Thiago. Uh, Alex, who do you think is the worthy winner there between Kevin De Bruyne, Thomas Muller, and Thiago? Who do you think? Well, obviously you're going to say Thiago because of your Liverpool bias. Exactly. Well, well, I think I think Thiago, but I don't think Thiago because he went to Liverpool, obviously. But I think he played very well, and the way he just controlled the final. All, all the way through till he got subbed off. I think that was just pure class. So I think he's the best player for Bayern Munich last year. And also that's why I'm so happy with having him at Liverpool this season. Yeah, I think he's a tremendous buy for you. The fact that you've, I think it's been well documented, this might be the first time in our lifetimes that Liverpool have went out and, and bought a world-class player whilst they were a world-class player. Yeah. Because you've developed a lot of players into world class players, but I've never seen you buy someone in like that would be considered as one of the best players in the world. Oh, we usually sell them, so Yeah. <laughs> it shows what Klopp's done. It's such an amazing job. Um, Nathan, who are you going for out with those three? I think it's obvious if we go off uh, previous podcasts that I believe that Thomas Muller should win it. I just think he's a brilliant player. Honestly, like He's linked up play with whoever's up front and even the wingers. Uh, he chips him with a goal every now and again. And again, even in the final, I thought he was a brilliant player. The whole whole tournament, he's been dragging by him through some games. Aaron? I think, I think for what they did in the Champions League, Thiago, for me, I agree with Alex. I think I said that he should have been man of the match. In the, the final, um, but yeah, just because of his control and everything, he, he's just a class class act, and so I would probably say him. But if it's due to their ability, uh, then I think it has to be De Bruyne. But for Champions League Player of the Year, I, do, I mean Midfielder of the Year, I don't think De Bruyne is going to get it. Yeah, I think De Bruyne shouldn't even be on this list. Yes. Yeah. I, I I do believe that Kevin De Bruyne is the best midfielder in the world. I, that's just a personal belief. I think he's so consistent. And I think he's had a good Champions League last year. But I think from start to finish, I think Sabitzer can feel really hard done by not being in that list. He was unbelievable defensively, offensively. He got robbed out a goal of the tournament because that his goal was the goal of the tournament. I loved Ronaldo's goal, and we did a goal of the goal of the week sort of segment on one of our podcasts where we give Ronaldo the goal of the week and a week full of amazing goals. Mm. But um, I just think uh, Sabitzer should feel really hard done by for not getting on that list, and it's not because I don't like Kevin De Bruyne. He's an unbelievable player. I just 
didn't think he did as well as what he could do. I think between the two of them, Thiago will win it. But I'm with Nathan Moore. I think Muller, Muller should be the one. I just think he's so underrated. The amount of work he does off the ball that allows other people to come into the game. He's he's a bit like a Firmino type, not in terms of his cute little flicks and. It, whereas you know Firmino maybe is a part of the attacking player to bring other people in, it's Muller's defensive work that will drag players around that uh, I'm really impressed with. He's got goals in his locker, he's got assists in his locker, and I just thought that I just like for me, I do think that he does deserve it. But I think Thiago will get it purely based on his performance in the final, which was just a, such a class act. First team in pot two, Atletico Madrid. So Bayern Munich, Atletico Madrid, I believe. Group A. So yeah, I was right. <laughs> Bayern Munich, Atletico Madrid. That'll be interesting. That's probably the one team I would not like to face. Yeah. Like, I know you're gonna get kicked. <laughs> if if Adrian if Adrian is in goal, yeah, but oh. that was we might be fine. Mm. The next one is Chelsea FC. Let's see where Chelsea go. But I think again, um, I, I think if Chelsea get a uh, get drawn against a strong attacking team, we've all got to plough into that attacking team. With yeah. How bad their defence are. <laughs> yeah. But I think as well, they're one of the groups. Uh, they're one of the teams that could risk finishing third if they get put into a group of death because of how mm-hmm. bad their defence is. I agree. Yeah. Maluda, shiny head, Group E. Gee. Sevilla. Oh, Sevilla. Wow. Sevilla, Chelsea. Oh, that would be a good game. That's uh, <laughs> I, I do like it when draws come out and it's effectively just a Europa League group. Yeah, <laughs> essentially. Yeah. Barcelona next. Barca. Oh, come on, Juve. What group are Juve in? This is what I want. G. Come on. Luda's looking well, to be fair. Yeah. G. G. Is they got Juve. Juventus. <laughs> no. Messi, Messi, no. Ronaldo. Messi, Ronaldo in the group stage. <laughs> I'm so happy. That's going to be tasty. Unbelievable. That's I'm absolutely buzzing with that. Coleman's going to bench him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Ajax, Ajax next. Ajax, Ajax can go with Real, Porto or Liverpool. I would be happy to face Ajax. Against Liverpool. Liverpool. You happy with that, Alex? Yeah, that's just fine, yeah. I think that could be an interesting game. Yeah, I think they've lost a lot of their important players over the years. Mm. Um, Six points for us. Give that. <laughs> Confident then. Shut I remember last year when Salzburg turned Van Dyke inside out, though, so I wouldn't get Aye. That was Sat- because... Didn't he? That was because, wasn't it? Everyone was going crazy over the stat that he wasn't dribbled past. And then, yeah. then he got done. That. Yeah, and then, by Salzburg. And that's why everyone went And he got a face full of grass as he was lying on the floor and the ball's <laughs> in the top bin. Uh-huh. Okay, they go in Group B against Real. Real Madrid. I feel like Real Madrid always get Shakhtar. I was going to say, th- I'm sure. Either I'm them sure or Roma. Single group. Yeah, I feel like they always face each other. Yeah. Borussia Dortmund. Dortmund. Oh, so they can go in F or H. So Zenit or PSG. These get Zenit. Could it be a Dortmund PSG rematch? Yeah. I hope not. (laughs) (laughs) I'd rather Dortmund played Zenit and had just like a quality open game. Yeah. Yeah. F. Zenit. Got Zenit. Yeah. There goes Haaland in my team. That is Dan, straight Dan, in. Have you, put any be- have you put any bets on this group stage? Because seriously, you could have made some cash. I know I should have. <laughs> <laughs> C'est la vie. Manchester United. Man, against stop. Paris Saint-Germain. Again. Where Oli oh. became a legend. And Rio said, Oli's at the wheel. And now it gets repeated every single time they lose. I reckon... Second... And now he's getting sacked after a game against Paris. <laughs> I was just about to say, I'm going to call yeah. it. They're going to get absolutely smashed in the second game, and that's when Oli will get the sack. 
Yeah. Gets smashed four or five. Oh, Manchester Man City. City got Porto. Of course they do. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember that everyone like everyone so who's jammy. like against Man City, like there's kinda like they always 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 get easy groups. And yeah. it's true, they do. Yeah. No, I re- to be fair, I do remember back in the day when they had the best group of death we've ever seen. Oh yeah, with Real Madrid and yeah, yeah, it was yeah, yeah. champions of uh, the Netherlands, champions of England, champions of Germany, and the champions of Spain. One group. I think they didn't go through, did? That was Real Madrid and, and Dortmund that went through. Dortmund got the final that year. Smash Real Madrid in the semis as well. Yeah. So That's one of my favourite teams. That that Dortmund team and Nuri Sahin and Gundogan, Royce, Goethe, Lewandowski. Peace check. Then Black Dortmund basically became a Southampton to Liverpool, if you think of it that way. I think uh, Kevin De Bruyne uh, has won midfielder of the year. Unbelievable. Yeah. I don't see that. Like, How? I think. How? I don't know. Like, I can understand if, uh, it's probably if it was Thiago just general midfielder of the year and you were looking at all competitions because he's unbelievable. But for the Champions League, he was better in the Premier League than he's been in the Champions League last season. 100%. 100%. I'm dis- disappointed that none of us called that then. I thought Thiago was a shoo-in. I thought Muller was a shoo-in, but you know. Let's, uh, let's move on to the forwards. Let's you even... don't even have to say the nominees. Yeah. just There's one player that's winning it, and we all know who it is. Neymar. Diego Costa. <laughs> I don't think we've hyped up enough that Diego Costa Luis partner. <laughs> that is a fight, that, isn't it? That's gonna be fun to watch this season, if I'm honest. Big man, little man partnership. What defense would you like to see them against? Like what would be like the ultimate fight? Oh Sergio Ramos? Liverpool. I would oh, love to see I've got a tune in for the Madrid Derby. The Madrid Madrid derby would be a fun one as well. Imagine if it was in the semi-finals though as well, like the semi-finals of the Champions League and it's Atletico versus Real. I've heard that uh, Real Madrid are going to make a last-minute loan signing, get Pepe back in, just just for the scrap. Just for that game. Just for that game. (laughs) That'd be class if it was two against two. Just be a tag team match, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah. It'd be like WWE, like Pepe comes running down the step. <laughs> yeah, come and run it up. <laughs> to my the God. <laughs> my God, it's Pepe. Oh my God, Kang. Suarez has just been him. <laughs> He's got the chair. <laughs> Class, man. Get the tables out. That'd be a celebration, wouldn't it? Pull them out of the chairs uh, at the start. DDT around the DDT through a table. They are. The whole, the whole of the burnabout shouting, get the table. Yeah, oh, I kind of... <laughs> in Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> don't ask us the translation, I don't know. Mesa. Mesa is Spanish for table. Well, we've got the table, we just need the rest. Get yeah. the mesa, there we go. I believe it is. The Spanish oh, listeners oh, 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 oh. can uh, correct me, but I think it is. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it is. Mesa. Mesa. I only know go. that from um, the stand-up. Uh, una mesa para cuatro, por favor. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> One table for four, please. Yeah, they so, need to stop doing sorry, all this talking in the middle, like. Sorry to cut out the uh, the striker talk, Dan. I know you were, you were very excited for that. Oh, yeah, I mean, it's just so, Lewandowski, isn't it? Yeah, De Bruyne looks really awkward holding it. He, kind of, he probably thinks, I don't deserve this. I doubt he thinks that. <laughs> He's been getting very animated lately, isn't he, when, like, assists don't count. For him. Yeah, it's kind of made, he's it's kind of out of character that he's he's very vocal that he wants Henri's assist record. Mm-hmm. He's wanted for the last two years, maybe. Well, he was injured the year before. Yeah, but we're back to the Champions League now because uh, they are about to draw. Yeah, I can't pronounce that one. Krasnodar. <laughs> oh, someone's someone's been on Google Translate. <laughs> Krasnodar. <laughs> Don't ask us to get the, the uh, Hungarian one. I still can't say that. 
Oh, I uh, <laughs> I'm not looking forward to the uh, the name of that Danish team. I've got no Mitchelland. idea. Is that what it is? Michelin. Yeah, Michelin. Alex, Alex, can you confirm that? I know that you're not Danish, but it's close enough. It's pretty close. So in Danish, it would probably be Mitchelin, but yeah, close enough. And there we go. I'll give you that. And that was our Norwegian correspondent <laughs> <laughs> telling us how to pronounce something in Danish. <laughs> They've gone into the group with Chelsea and Sevilla. Oh, well, Chelsea actually have a chance of getting through now. <laughs> yeah, that is an absolutely blinding result. Not to, be disrespectful, not to be disrespectful. It's a Europa like League Dan, group. I was going to say, like Dan said, a Europa, Europa League group, because Krasnodar always get into Europa. Leipzig next. If I wanted to throw some shade, I would have said Inter Milan would have went into the uh, Europa League group. <laughs> Careful, their fans are quite, can't be quite mean. Interesting to see who Leipzig get. Like, if they get an easy group, I'm on there. I'm on some of their players, especially defence. Yeah. I actually, I tell you, I'd actually like to see them play against Liverpool. Group H. I, I think. Oh. The, the two counter presses would be incredible to watch. Oh. PSG, Manu, and Leipzig. Leipzig will fancy themselves there. Oh yeah, fully. Alex's prediction could themselves. Yeah. Yeah. I think Man United will be out now for sure. Europa League incoming. Here come Atlanta. Here we go. Come on. So that can get we're all, we're all supporting Atlanta yeah. this year, except for Alex, obviously. Is that right? Yeah. Is that our team? Yeah, yeah, that's our team. Yeah. It's got to be, hasn't that. it? Might buy an Atlanta shirt just for just for pods. Just for the podcasts. Yeah. Yeah, because everybody can see it. Actually, we can. Feel, feel, feel a bit out of place wearing a Newcastle shirt. I'm just being hopeful. <laughs> Remembering the good old days. You've kind of gone for the right colours, at least. That sort of yeah. purple jacket. Nearly blue. Oh. Liverpool. That's still such a good game. That could be a very good game. That game's going to end 6-6. <laughs> Alex, <laughs> how do you end? It's going to end 0-0 nil, nil now. Alex, how are you Van, feeling about that? Van Dijk's going to eat the grass. I think that's a great draw. It'll be a good game. I think it'll be a bit like when we played Leeds. Like, both teams will just be attacking. It's exciting. Olympiacos was next. To be fair, they turned over Arsenal. So, yeah. Porto, City are walking it again. No. Group C. Man City, Porto, Olympiacos. I tell you what, though, a weight to Olympiacos is never an easy game. Yeah, that's true. Oh, there's no crowd, is there? Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> it's different. Dynamo Kiev. Yeah. Actually, it could be interesting because some countries are like further along. Like, there'll be no fans in England, but there could be fans in other countries. Yeah. No, I don't, I, I don't know if they're allowed. Don't know. It just could be, could, some countries could be further along. Because I know in their leagues yeah. they're allowed. Being drawn I don't out know now. If the, yeah. I don't know if they're, they've got Barca. And Juventus. Dynamo Kiev, Barca, Juventus. So, early on, right, who, are you going to go for someone from Barcelona or Juventus with those groups? Because I think, I think Ansu Fati is looking like a good pick. Yeah. Depends on his price. It's on great defending. Like if I he's be... priced at eight million, I'm not going for him. Do you think that's where he'll be eight? No, just like if he is, like if he's like if he's quite a high priced forward, I'd probably yeah yeah Salzburg or Salzburg with Atletico uh, and Bayern. That's a that's a horrible group. That yeah. I so feel many sorry for the last part to come out of that to go into that group. Inter Milan. <laughs> that would actually make it interesting. Oh no, sorry, I was saying who was oh, coming no, out next. Dead, <laughs> I was saying who was going to come out next, sorry. To be fair, I hadn't read it. Ooh, they've got it in group B. I could see why, just with the way that you left yeah. it. Yeah, sorry. In have got it in group B. They've had Barcelona last year and they've got Real this year. Lazio. Last. And they're going to be in group F. Zenit, Dortmund, Lazio. I think we're going to need your expertise on Lazio, Aaron. Yeah, I was going to ask Aaron. Because right. that's a, I think that's a good group for forwards. The mix. It depends how Immobile does out of Italy, because he hasn't really done well when he played for Dortmund and when he played for Sevilla. He hasn't really. He didn't light the world alight, but yet he's got a goal per game. Like he, he's he won the Golden Boot for Europe last year. Yeah. So he beat Lewandowski, mind you. Lewandowski played. A couple less league games, but still, it depends how depends how he does against 
other teams because he hasn't really lit the world alight. Lewandowski won the striker forward yeah. of the tournament, as all of us uh, predicted. Shout out to Peniel Harder for winning the, the women's forward of the year. To be fair, Wolfsburg and the Women's Champions League did really, really well. Leon are just a powerhouse in, in yeah, I was gonna say, European football. I noticed most of the awards went to Leon. She plays for Chelsea now, <laughs> apparently. Yes, she does. Yeah, that was just the Chelsea fan. Like, the, the Women's Super <laughs> the League. The Chelsea fan. That's <laughs> <laughs> the training kit. You know, it's, ra- it's raining outside, so it's definitely, definitely London. Alex, he has a question for you. If gun to your head, you had to sign one Manchester United player for Liverpool, which one would it be? Ooh. Um, I'm holding the gun. <laughs> but no Nathan will shoot you. I think <laughs> if I had to sign one, oof, this will just sound stupid to be honest, but probably Rashford. Okay, interesting. No. Why would you say Rashford... So for me, I was thinking Mason Greenwood, but so why would you say Rashford over Greenwood or Martial? I just think his experience and his pace would just fit the local team better. But yeah, that's just my opinion. And he he, he seemed like a better lad as well. You know, yeah, he's a, after he's, what he did during the Corona. Stuff and then looking at what Greenwood did that his first when he went to play for England his first time at Iceland. Yeah, I'd agree with you. Yeah, he's a nice bloke, isn't he? Obviously, learning to sign uh, to prevent uh, to present uh, an award for mm-hmm. for deaf children, and obviously what he's done with what with the food doing. bank stuff and the food coupons that sort of thing. Um, yeah, he seems like a really nice guy, to be honest. So, I suppose if you want to sign someone, he's a good friend of Trent as well. So, why not? I think Klopp would do amazing with Rashford. Yeah, like Rashford would turn like because everyone's like, "Oh, Rashford's no longer reaching his peak." Yeah, because have you seen who his coach is? Like, <laughs> it's like I think if Klopp or Guardiola had. <laughs> If they had Rashford, I think Rashford would turn into an unbelievable forward. That's just me. Alex, another question for you here, because we've we've me and Aaron have spoken about this on the podcast before, and it's very controversial. Do you feel that Roberto Firmino is still a world class striker? Like, do you still th- do you think he is still like top five strikers in the league, top two strikers in the league, in the world? Like, how d- how do you see him? Yeah, I would not swap him with anyone in the world. It's that for me, it's that simple. I would just not swap him, and I can't see anyone replacing me either. Just the way he plays and the way he connects with Mane, with Salah, with their centre mids, it's just unbelievable. And I think when people are not watching every single game and they're just looking at the stats, he might not seem that good, but he's world class. I think he's the best, the best striker we could have, and yeah, I'm just happy he's still there. Fair enough. Are you? Do you not get a little frustrated at the lack of goals that he scores, and and big chances nope. that he? No, I don't think he. I don't think he misses a lot of big chances. To be fair, he might be one or two here and there, but I think the job he does, both attacking but also defensively as well. He makes makes a massive difference, and uh, yeah. Did you guys see the goal, the second goal Mane scored against Chelsea? Yes. When he won the yes. ball against Chelsea. Yeah. Yeah. If you look at what Firmino did there, and what he told Mane, and where he told Mane to press, I think yeah, I think that was a massive thing by Firmino, and I, that's just what happens every single game he plays. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's my opinion. I think he's world class, and I think he's the best number. Yeah, that's good. That's good to hear. Nice to hear players being praised by the fans, opposed to just constantly criticised for not really hitting statistical markers. Uh, Marseille have just been drawn. We're about to find out what group they're in. C. 
Oh, Man City. I think, to be fair, Marseille are probably the best team of that tier. Yeah, I'd say Marseille are better than Porto. So, I'd say, like, yeah, I think they probably could have hoped for someone even easier. Yeah, it's ARB, it's ARD, so they never go with Liverpool or Bayern. It'd be a lot of flight miles for Liverpool. Yeah. If they got them. It goes to Bayern. Bayern Munich with Lokomotiv yeah. Moscow. So that's their group complete. We'll read out all the groups at the end. For everyone, just to appreciate this has been a bit sporadic. Flying around everywhere. Bruges. Now, Bruges were quite a surprise last year. Yeah, they did all right, didn't they? Yeah. Didn't they beat Madrid? I can't remember. I know that they scored they scored quite a few glo- quite a few goals. The defence yeah. weren't terrific. The de- yeah, the defence wasn't the best, but they were good going forward because they had Dennis, uh, they had Samata, but then they lost. Obviously, he went to Villa and flopped. Yeah, they did beat Real Madrid. They did yeah. re- uh, that kid that supports Real Madrid scored two, at the, didn't he? Scored two against them. He fell over right. one of the goals. Right, Group F is, like you just said, it's all goals. Zenit, Dortmund, Lazio, Bruce. That's an interesting group. Yeah, Istanbul. I'm excited to maybe pump <clears throat> some forwards from there. Yeah. Or midfielders. I think I'll be staying away from defenders from them. Any guesses on the pronunciation of Istanbul? Basak Shahir? Ba- I was going to go with that. Basak Shahir or something like that. Basak Shahir. It's me. Best pronunciation of it. Best is that your best Turkish? Yeah. Istanbul. Sakusid. That's my guess. It's better than ours. Nah, it is. <laughs> we'll just call them Istanbul. Yeah, it's easier. They've gone with Man United. So Man United not even getting through to the Europa League, interesting. Ah, oh, it's a shame for them. <laughs> Stad Rene. I'm excited to watch Istanbul play because obviously the Turkish league's not something that we usually watch. And uh, there's usually, you know, a Fenerbahce, a Galatasaray, or Siktas in there. So, Stad Rene. Probably Real. Florent Malouda's tie is a little too thin for my taste, I think. It's a very skinny tie. Also, the man stood next to Didier Drogba just looks like a knockoff version of Claudio Ranieri. Just uh, next time he pops up on screen. <laughs> I know who you every time, every time I look at him, I'm just envisaging singing at the end there uh, when Leicester won the league. Dilly ding, dilly dong. Uh, that one. Say goodbye. So unbelievably, Midland, no idea how I pronounce it still, uh, had been drawn against Alex's Liverpool. So Alex, you'll be able to drive to Denmark from, from your end, won't you? Yeah, I would be. Yeah. That'll be, I think that'll be a great game. I think they have a lot, they have a lot of young, young, good promising players so that'd be interesting to see ah excellent uh, that'll be an exciting game to watch I'm sure definitely I think from what we've seen this far that the English teams if we look away from Man United have been very lucky with with the draw I think Chelsea yeah. Man City and Liverpool as well I think we're all happy about the draw so far um, I think we missed the last two teams getting drawn there because we were just Done so Ferran, quick. Ferran Vatos went into Group G. Uh, and Gladbach went into Group B. I think um, that Group B is probably the group of death for me. I think Madrid, Shakhtar are never easy to play against. In mm-hmm. that, and I, I take it back. Munchen Gladbach are the best team of of that fourth tier, in my opinion. They're um, from two, isn't it? Um, Marcus Turam and Alassane Player. Go with go with your word for it, Nathan. I'm sure it was. Either way, Turam's an absolute unit and player, once he's in the box, he's a finisher. Do you want me to do the official group readings? Yes. I think it's only, think it's only fitting. That's exactly what we want you to do. Okay. Uh, wish me luck on these pronunciations. Aaron. Good luck, mate. The official draw results are Don't in. mess it up, Aaron. Good joke. Group A. Oh, you've messed it up. Why? <laughs> FC Bayern München. <laughs> no. So it's Bayern Munich, Atletico Madrid, Salzburg, then Loco Moscow. Group B, Real Madrid, 
Shakhtar Donetsk, Inter Milan, Mönchengladbach, Group C, FC Porto, Manchester City, Olympiacos, Marseille, Group D, Liverpool, You'll Never Walk Alone, Ajax, <laughs> Atlanta, and then Michelin. It just sounds like the tyres. <laughs> the tyre company. And then Group E, Sevilla, Chelsea, Krasnodar, Rene, Group F, Zenit, then Borussia Dortmund, Lazio, and Bruges. Group G, Juventus, Barcelona, Dynamo Kiev, and, yep, that one. Baron <laughs> Barakos. Yep. And then Group H, Paris Saint-Germain, Manchester United, Leipzig, Istanbul. Full. Come on, that's full. One. Istanbul. <laughs> the bull. <laughs> and we're gonna, that's um, our homework. We're going to have to learn how to pronounce these names. Yeah, we are. Exactly. I think looking at that, I think Group A is looking tasty because, largely because of Red Bull Salzburg, I, I think they might cause an upset on Atletico Madrid. I wasn't mm. massively impressed with them towards the end of last season. They did all right in the league. But a lot of them were, they got like a lot of draws. I think it's gonna a lot of it's gonna come down to that head to head between Madrid and Salzburg. Although Simeone against Bayern, which was my predicted final. Yes, yeah, we'll see how that game would have went, Aaron. Yeah, and if I'd let yeah. Madrid win, I'm just gonna say that I was right the whole time, and you need to owe me an apology on Kulabali, on every single player that I jinxed last year, and. Never. Uh, but the thing is, if that doesn't happen, I would place all your bets on Inter Milan to win the Champions League. Because <laughs> I'd probably just jinx them. <laughs> um, so, is anyone here not, not going to have Lewandowski for this group? No, Lewandowski has to be in. I'm going to have Diego Costa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, group B, Madrid, Shakhtar Donetsk, Inter Milan, Borussia Mönchengladbach. I still fancy a bit of I fancy a bit of uh, Hakimi still, even mm. in that group. Madrid aren't exactly free flown goal scorers these days. Porto, Manchester City, Olympiacos, Marseille. I still think Man City are a trap. They flatter to deceive. They'll win five nil, or one, or they'll they get beat one nil. They're a bit a bit mad like that. Um. Also, we don't know who's going to be playing for them. They've got had a lot of injuries. Yeah. Currently don't have a recognised striker. So even though they've got the easiest group, I think, out of the out of the teams, I think that uh, I'm not overly keen on just diving in. Mm-hmm. Um, Alex, over at you, Liverpool, Ajax, Atlanta, and the Danish legends, Micheland. How are you feeling? Feeling good about that. I think, as we talked about earlier today, that some of the games might give Klopp the opportunity to play with a weaker side. Shakiri, if he stays Jota, and the rotation at midfield, I think that's very key for for Liverpool this season. Especially, I think we want to win everything this season. So I think. This group is just perfect to be able to achieve just that. Yeah, I think the signings are an upgrade in terms of rotation. And I can't remember the team. It was a couple of years ago. I think it was actually when maybe when you won it. In the group stages, you went away to Red Star Belgrade or someone of that ilk. I had a, a star yeah. in the name. And um, he's got beats. Yeah. But you obviously you were playing... Like I don't want to disrespect Origi because... Without him, you wouldn't have won the Champions League a couple of years ago. That's an absolute fact. But obviously, you know, some players do live up to certain build games. Against the weaker teams, I don't think Origi's quite as effective. So I think it's a positive that you've got players like like Jota and Thiago coming in. I'm really excited for that group. Uh, and I just think that Atlanta-Liverpool game is going to be absolutely insane. Uh, Sevilla, Chelsea, Krasnodar, and Rennes is just Europa League. I think, I think Sevilla are going to go through with Chelsea. Uh, I'd be quite happy 
going in on some severe uh, defenders, I think, for that. Mm-hmm. I think they're yeah. quite well protected. They keep the ball. They'll break teams down. Um, I think they're a knocking bet for defenders. Um, but I think Timo Werner or Pulisic for Chelsea or Havertz could also think, be tasty. I think more for the Champions League, I do think Werner. I don't think he did too great, Werner, last year. I had him for game week one and he scored. But I'm showing you got two or three goals in the competition. Which I mean, When's Pulisic back though? Because he might just be coming back from injury and it might not be like the best. He keeps getting pushed back. Yeah, I was going to say. I think, for me, I would be avoiding Chelsea players to start with. Well, I think by the time the tournament starts, we'll have a much clearer yeah. indication of how they want to play. And they would have had a little bit more time to fit in. Chilwell's back in the team. They've got the new goalkeeper. I still think Mason Mount's their best midfielder. Like not That's been playing so far. Pulisic is their best player. But I think out of what we've seen so far this season, Mason Mount's been... Yeah, he, carried, he carried them back into the game against West Brom. Exactly the way they played. He carried it. But I just think you're looking at Krasnodar and Renz, no disrespect to them, but Chelsea have got to go into that game after spending hundreds of millions of pounds and thinking yeah. we can put a few past these. They've um, got to turn them over realistically and keep yeah. the confidence going. In that kind of competition, if you're playing in Europe, you want to be turning the teams over and getting the confidence from turning them over. I think it'll be quite interesting. I uh, think Renz will be a type of team like because they produced Usman Dembele They've produced Islam Asar. Like, is that where the keeper's just been signed from? Yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't know. But like, they produce a lot of young players who are like really, really who went on to potentially achieve big things. So it'll be interesting mm-hmm. to see what kind of young players they have who will be rated cheap, like who will be priced cheap. Sorry, in the game, it'll be interesting to see if there's any of them worth a shout. I think yeah. what's been proven is that you know teams like Ren may not have as much quality as Chelsea. But I think um, the French teams tactically can get at English teams quite comfortably. We saw that the Lyon versus Man City game. Yeah. Lyon general last year were finishing seventh in their league to do what, what they did and achieve what they achieved in the Champions League. I think it was fantastic. A lot of it came down to how they set up. Um, Frank Lampard, I really like, I really like Frank Lampard, but I think tactically... He's, he's incredibly weak, let's be honest. So if Ren, you know, come in with a game plan, I, I don't think it'll be as easy as maybe what we might make out. Yeah. I think Sevilla are the team that'll glide through that. They're a class act. Moving on quickly, Juventus, Barcelona, Dynamo Kiev, and Ferran Cavaros. <sighs> wow. I mean, Juventus, Barcelona is incredible, but I will be piling into some to some players from those two. Just Dynamo Kiev and Ferran Kvaros. I, I've i never even heard of the last team. No disrespect to them again. I'm, Hungarian, aren't they? <laughs> don't know. What, what did you say, Nathan? The Hungarian. Uh, stop asking us questions. We don't know the answer to, Nathan. That's just showed my knowledge over you're yours. You want me to do the research. <laughs> yeah, you're the research kid. We've been working. We've been a graph today. I've done a bit. No, I've done a bit of Google. And then I fell asleep. To show your intelligence. And then I fell asleep. <laughs> they went, anyways, you missed Group F. They went through in the playoff against Molde from Norway. They drew away. Oh, well. So, yeah, they're not not a great side at all. There's uh, an insight for it. Yeah, exactly. Correspondent. Scandinavian <laughs> correspondent. Um, <laughs> sorry, I did miss out Group F. Zenit St. Petersburg, Borussia Dortmund, Lazio Club Bruges. Avoid defenders, just go for attackers. From... I can see goals, goals, goals. Um, I'll be, I think, going for a, a double up on Dortmund with Haaland and another midfielder. See how much a Gio Reyna is, actually? That'd be interesting. I think he's in that five be overpriced. Yeah, yeah Sancho will be overpriced. 10 million, that's what's stupid. It's in, in case he I moves to Man U, I think. All right, Royce. Yeah, he's always injured, isn't it? If, if he's fit, if he's fit, is a shout. He's on pens as well. Yeah. So we've got um, I think Julian Brandt. Oh, yeah. uh, he did well in the Champions League last year. Oh, I'll, I'll, we'll, like I say, we'll be doing um, in depth on every single one of these teams. So we'll have all the results, where they're from, what they're expected to do, how they've been doing in their league so far, 
that sort of thing mm-hmm. um, for upcoming pods. So we'll have a better idea, even on the big teams like Bar- uh, uh Lastly, Paris, Manchester United, Leipzig and Istanbul. That's an interesting group. I, I can see a real scrap between Manchester United and Leipzig for that second place behind uh, Paris Saint-Germain. I think Leipzig will probably edge it, although they didn't do amazingly well in the group stages last year. Sort of skin of the teeth job and then just went from strength to strength to strength throughout the uh, the knockout stages. We all know yeah. how Manu will try, try and get through and that is just getting a penalty in every single game that they play. I mean, Man I think the Istanbul yeah. games might be a key. You'll have to yeah. get the six points and you'll have to win away at Istanbul and that's not easy to go down to Turkey to play. Yeah. Yeah, Turkey's never easy to go play. But I think Istanbul are at a massive disadvantage if they don't have any fans in the stadium. Mm. And because it's all it's the atmosphere, isn't it? Like I appreciate it's Istanbul from from Manchester is going to be what a four hour flight, three, three and a half hour flight. So it's not ideal, but it's not horrendous. Um it's not like I don't think it's as bad as one of the Russian ties in terms of distance and then probably weather. I think Istanbul might be quite temperate. But it's the fans, it's that part like of basically the looking like the stadium's on fire. Yeah, intimidation yeah. tactics. Yeah. Istanbul aren't going to have that. I think it's a real shame for the team as well, because obviously, as far as I'm aware, this is their Champions League debut. It would have been really nice for them to have some fans mm-hmm. in the stadium. Uh, so I think the other three teams have gotten away with one, really, because that should be a much harder fixture than what I think it might eventually turn out to be. Yeah. Man United are just an odd case because they've just got too many number 10s. Pogba's realistically number 10. Bruno Fernandes is number 10. Donny van der Beek, when he comes on, is playing number 10. Uh, the, the balance of the team just feels off. And I, I think Oli's absolutely clueless as far as uh, you know putting a team out. Uh, Me, they piled too much, like you said, number 10s. They piled too much into the forwards. They're still trying to sign forwards when the real problem is their defence. They're playing bargaining tactics for players like Alex Tellers. They should just pay the money. Yeah. I'm not complaining, though. We, no, we've, funny. we've all grown up with a particular disdain to Manchester United. Alex being a Liverpool fan yeah. and, you know, us being robbed in 96. I just Manchester United winning everything when, particularly when I was a child, they won everything. So I'm not. You're not seeing any tears from me. I would love it if they went out in the group stages. I would love it. I just can't wait for, not that anti-Man United or anything, but there's everyone keeps saying that Juan Basaka is like impossible to dribble past. I would, I just can't wait for Neymar just to make Juan Basaka look, look like a clown. Yeah. <laughs> I, you see, um, I'd rather see Aaron Juan Basaka win that duel because he's English. And do you want to see Neymar do that well? Not that I hate Neymar either. Like it's Neymar carried me through Champions League. I had him from <laughs> the start. Did, actually. <laughs> I think you might lose the Man United listeners after today, but <laughs> oh well. Yeah, um, yeah, we might do. Man United listeners, we are really sorry. Take it as a comment <laughs> that it's just a sign of because he used to do really well. Obviously, I still, I do actually want the English teams to do well. I always will mm. because in English, just like I'm sure. Every German wants a German team to do well, except for Leipzig because of that whole thing. But, you know, I don't think it's, you know, out of the blue for, for people to want teams of the countries that they come from to do well. I will be wanting Liverpool to do well, but I am firmly an Atlanta supporter this season as far as the Champions League is concerned. And I'm going to go, I think I'm going to go heavy into their team. I think I'm going to go for. One, if not both, fullbacks and Gomez. I fancy it. I'm just going to get an Atlanta shirt just for these podcasts. Yeah, love it. Just to show um, me, just, just to, I'm going to get the main event on the bat and everything. <laughs> <laughs> love it. You've, uh, you've, that, you've said that with evidence now. We have evidence that you've said that. <laughs> yeah, we, we want to see that, Nathan. Oh, okay. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll get that arranged. Any Atlanta fans want to uh, send us a shirt? That'll be really nice. Yeah, because we have Atlanta fans listening. <laughs> We've hyped them up that much, we might as well. <laughs> okay, well, uh, 
on that note, I think uh, we've been going long enough. So thank you everyone for listening. We are looking to now sort of match up all of our podcasts with YouTube videos just because we appreciate not everyone listens to podcasts. Uh, also, I think with there being a video, it just gives us a chance to be a bit more animated. Uh, and also, Aaron's got the job of doing everything anyway. So that's uh, <laughs> sits down to the ground. Sits the rest of us lazy gets down to the ground. Please uh, remember to follow us on Twitter and the like. Uh, the main event pod at gmail.com. So, yeah, please uh, send anything into the main event pod at gmail.com. Our Twitter handle is at UCL Fantasy Pod. So feel free to get in touch with us there. We don't really post too much until the uh, the Champions League uh, games sort of roll around, but feel free to get in contact with us. Nathan, Alex, thank you so much for coming on today. Uh, We look forward to having you on as per usual in future episodes. And we shall see you all later. We'll see you all for the team preview. (laughs) We'll be right back.